All right, two years down the road, your comedy is at its peak. Whoa. It has never been better. You feel like uh, every performance you do, it's like you're leveling up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You do a thing where you, uh, you'll tell a joke and the crowd is laughing. And in your head, you go, oh, I bet a better punchline will be, you know, this thing. Oh, okay. And the next gig you do, you do that. And it just fucking, it's even, even hotter. Yeah. Like uh, a bunch of possum. You, you performed at uh, this place called uh, uh, Comedy Kingdom. And it was uh, this comedy club that was made to look like a uh, medieval like castle. But it's but it's a comedy club, yeah. So comedy kingdoms, and huh. uh, the way it works is like uh, you you know your, your wait staff or like uh, you know they're dressed like peasants and stuff. Okay, some of them like actually have scurvy, like th- like they really make this authentic. You okay, know what I'm saying yeah, and they'll come up and they're like, "Hello, me lord, may I get you some something f- something for your soul?" Okay, and like what? So you know. So basically, the point is that you are at a level now that you have never been at before. Okay. It gets to a point where you're like, you're starting to learn about like the business side of things. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? You're learning about like, uh, you know, booking headliners and like, uh, Wait, I'm booking. I'm like producing shows and stuff. You're starting to learn that. Like, so, like what's happening is that you're doing so well comedy wise, you're getting a little bit bored. And so, what'll happen is like, like you're working with this one booker. Uh, his name is uh, uh, Rooker Booker. <laughs> Rooker Booker. You call him. You call him RB three because he's Rooker Booker the third. Uh, oh, Rooker Booker, and he's and he's a comedy booker. Yeah, it's any a, a any total, coincidence there? Or? It's a total and one hundred percent coincidence to the point where like he has like a website and under frequently asked questions, it's like, is that your real name? And he's like, yep, it is. Next question. He writes. <laughs> he actually types next question. He's fucking pissed. He gets it a lot. I bet all the time. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he? And one time you you were you were hanging out with him and you're like, why don't you just like change your last name and he looked at you and he was like aaron the booker family were the uh the first family to settle uh savannah georgia okay he goes when the winter came yeah and when the uh wolves grew bold the Booker family defended its neighbors. Yeah. And secured their place in Valhalla. Valhalla. Working like like defending Savannah, Georgia. Against the wolves, against the um the pirates, against uh the sp- Spiders from hell. <laughs> what? So, like, they have... He has a lot of pride in his name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So you kind of hanging out with him, and you're kind of he's kind of like teaching you about because uh, you're kind of like yeah, you know, performing. I'll always be a performer, but yeah. I'd love I'd like to learn a little bit more about the business side of things. Okay, that's and so okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you so he's showing you like yeah, this is how I book my headliners. This is how I do this or that, and he's te- he's telling you some pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, like he, like he said, every time there's a full moon, I uh, books someone with the first name George. He goes, don't ask me why. That's a lot of Georges. He goes, I will not tell you. He goes, yeah. It he doesn't. You and he, it doesn't. He goes, he goes, you're fucking telling me, brother. It doesn't seem like there's enough Georges. He's gonna burn through his Georges pretty quickly. So you'd think that, but what happens is every time uh, there's a full moon and someone named George performs, it does not matter what jokes they say. The crowd goes insane. It's hmm. like this weird, like uh, hypnotic suggestion kind of thing. Huh. Yeah. So they, they can hide. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's, he's kind of showing you the ropes and stuff. And uh, you're like, you know what? I kind of want to... Uh, Start my own comedy club. Oh, no. I don't want to do that at all. You uh, do a, uh, a GoFundMe thing. No, where no. It's like, it's, it's like if, you, if you give me $5, um, I will include you on our, uh, our Hall of Fame. If you give me $10, I'll send you nudes if you give me twenty dollars i i was i'm not gonna do that pat normally you wouldn't no no i wouldn't i wouldn't do that pat i wouldn't fucking do that i hate my body i hate everything about it (laughs) i wouldn't i wouldn't be photographing it nude and then sending it to people no I mean, normally you won, but for no. ten bucks you absolutely will. No, no. So uh, I'm not, for I'm not twenty doing bucks, that. Uh, I'm, I'm not you, the nudity thing. I'm not comfortable with. I'm not doing it. Well, look, they're not. It's it's tastefully done. It's they don't nude they, 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 photos they, of me, Pat, and I hate well, they, everything about me. They never actually see your uh, y- your dick or nothing. You just like you like hide it very suggestively and very <sighs> sensually, but also like in a very like flirty way. I don't like, have you, no idea what that means. You cover up uh, like like for one photo. Uh, instead of showing your dick, uh, you cover it up with. Um, a cat. But not just any cat. Oh, yeah. This is some kind of special fucking dick cat. It covers the my cat, dick. The cat of Isis. The cat of Isis. Great. This is Hera's cat. And if it's, uh, if it's, well, no, Isis, the, the Egyptian goddess. Oh, okay. So, uh, should have 20 specified. Bu- I feel like most I, people would. I apologize. Think yeah, no, you're I right. Thought. You're, you're right. Uh, 20 bucks, you get, uh, the nude photos. And also. I'm not sending nude photos of myself. I'm going to make that so clear. You're not, okay, you're not showing your, your dick. You it know what I mean? It's it doesn't like, matter. It's not just, there's it's, one, it's my whole body, Pat. There's one photo where you're kind of like I'm your back is to that. the camera I'm and you're looking over that. the looking over your shoulder and you're holding up uh, a pair of white boxers with red hearts no, on them. No. And you're kind of no. and, and the uh, the caption the caption says naughty boy. I wouldn't do that. 
I would not do that under under any circumstance. I mean, it would take so much money for me to do that. That's like one of the top things that I would not do. Is it nude photographs of myself? But that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying is that you actually raise a fuck ton of money. You raise six hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! Sorry, six hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars. Six hundred and sixty-six point six six six. A lot of sixes. I get it. And so you actually have the money to start your own club. $666,666.66. Yeah. So no, 666 cents. I don't, they don't go that low. So uh, you end up uh, starting, uh, uh, you get enough money, you get enough capital together, you know, and you get like sponsors in town. Like, like there's this one sponsor, uh, RBM Food Mart West. They sponsor it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's their deal? So RBM Food Mart, uh, they also so they, they ma- mainly have their main source of uh, income is their store on uh, Mainer Road in Austin, Texas. But RBM Food Mart has started the franchise themselves. Yeah. So they have RBM Food Mart West, which is in Los Angeles. They have uh, RBM Food Mart uh, East, which is in uh, 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 Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have one in Moscow. That's called uh, RBM to the Max. And they also have one on the uh, in the Amazon jungle. That one is not doing well. It doesn't seem like it would be. Yeah. So you get some sponsorships going, and you you end up getting this 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 thing made. Uh, the comedy club is called. Um, it's called. Uh, have a laugh, and wax that ass. Comedy club. <laughs> have a laugh. And wax that ass, comedy club. Yeah, and uh, where it says ass, so like in, in, your, s- in your look in your logo, where it says ass, that capital A, there's like a crazy face inside it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know exactly what I, I mean. I know one hundred percent what you mean. So on, I I would have to like register a website and a Facebook and a business. That was called. <laughs> what was it called? Have a laugh and wax that ass. Have a laugh and wax that ass. Comedy Club LLC. Yeah, Ugh. and you do it, dude. And what what ends up happening is, um, you actually uh, your role in the in the, your your thing is like, you know, as far as the administration stuff goes, I'm not necessarily a big expert on that but i do know one thing and that is good food yeah so you actually become like a like the chef there okay i'm not booking it um no 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 you book it and everything uh, what i mean is that when you come into work you're not running the day-to-day operations you're in the back cooking so i'm the i'm the cooker and the booker yeah you're the cooker and the booker And you're doing some pretty interesting stuff in that kitchen, dude. What like do you, you're doing what do you some, mean? you're doing some uh, pretty cool dishes. You have one thing; it's uh, the poblano chicken with the side of ham, comma, and a diet coke. <laughs> that's like your lunch special. How much is that and going that, for? Uh, Seven ninety nine. Damn. Okay, that's cheap. 
Yeah, you actually have a pretty good hookup. Okay. Uh, so, so basically, so you have that, and then you also are making a thing where it's um, it's called dinner pancakes. And what it is is that it's uh, it's kind of like a pancake sandwich, where the pancakes, the bread. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm familiar uh, with a pancake sandwich. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, and the inside is like um, ground beef and goat. Ground beef and like ground, it, like is it like a patty? Or no, it's it like, just ground. Like, it's it's, it's a ground beef. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they come together and form a patty. Yeah, the ground beef and goat. So it's like a it's like a beef and goat burger. Yeah, on pancakes. It is very popular, and it's such a and so basically what happens is the food gets so good that people kind of stop paying attention to the comedy and just start focusing on the fact that it's a great restaurant. There are people who will have like first communion dinners at your comedy club at because the f- have a laugh and wax and wax that, that ass, ass comedy club yeah and uh because you are doing again some good stuff you you made a, a, a meatloaf uh the pope came in to visit and he ordered the meatloaf and he took a bite and he said fucking shit <laughs> And everyone I, goes, I made the and everyone like curse. stopped and like they looked at him and he kind of looks up and he goes, I mean, have you tried this thing? And everyone just laughs. So basically, uh, like you are known as a great cook. Okay. And so people stop paying attention to the comedy. Uh, again, like there's uh, the first communion dinner, like I mentioned, uh, goes in. Um, Is it like a first got, communion dinner kind of place? That seems I mean, like. No, not at all. But the food is incredible. There's one guy, he was um, he was in the Iraq war. Yeah. He was uh, captured and uh, tortured for six years straight. Jesus Christ. He finally got back uh, to, uh, to America only to find out that his uh, fiance had uh, assumed he was dead. They actually buried him and stuff. Like oh, there's wow. like a, uh, like a, like an empty uh, tomb somewhere. She had kind of like moved on and uh, yeah. married this guy, uh, Daniel. Great guy. Yeah. And he kind of just went, well, all right. And he kind of walked outside and he thought to himself, where do I go for a pick me up after this horrible uh, Hang on a second. twist? Hang on. He, you, what? You're telling me that this guy was captured? He's a war hero. He's a war hero. He was captured and tortured for six years. And he just, when he came home, he just came home, just like casually walked home. No, he was freed. Yeah, he was freed. And he just casually like showed up. Well, no, they they brought him home. The U.S. Army brought him home. His name is uh, Eric Saltamontes. And he was uh, (laughs) brought back. He just shows up at his old house. And now some other dudes, you know, banging his. It's Wife. like I said, it's it's very complicated and there's a lot of emotions are running. But again, her husband is a fucking great dude, man. He's a great father. So it's one of these things where it's like, I don't hate this. You know what I mean? It's like, wh- what can you do? Did they have kids so th- together? Yeah. They had triplets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Osh, Kosh, and Bagosh. <laughs> okay. And so what, what ends up are happening you is. fucking kidding me? This guy, I'm just telling you what happens. So uh, this guy comes back uh, from Iraq after all this horrible stuff happened, and he thinks to himself, what will I do to cheer myself up? I'm going to go 
to have a laugh and wax that ass. <laughs> yeah. He sits down and um, you kind of look over and like you see him and you recognize him. You're like, that's that kid who was, uh, you know, uh, he went to war and yeah. we all thought he was dead. And so you you uh, whip him up a very special meal. Yeah. What do I make him? You make him shepherd's pie. Okay. The way your grandma used to make it. Oh, man. You did not know my grandma. You've got the finest beef that you can buy in Los Angeles. Like you had like actually bought this beef and you thought to yourself, I'm saving this beef for a special occasion. You don't just save beef, Pat. You have to cook it. You can't just you can't just buy it and hang on to it for a while until some amazing special occasion pops up. You got a limited shelf life. It's special occasion beef. And so uh, but you, you, you got to use it. You can't just sure. hang, you can't and, just hang on to it, right? And you are using it right now, and so you kind of get the the, uh, the beef all ground up. You know, you add some peas and carrots. So I'm taking the best meat I can possibly buy, and I'm making shepherd's pie with it. Yeah, oof for the for the soldier for uh, Saltamontes. All right, and so um, you uh, you had some Worcestershire sauce. You know? <laughs> the best beef I could buy. It would some, be the best beef in the world. And some Italian. Seasoning. I'm gonna put Italian seasoning on the best. You throw in the some world. fucking uh, eggs in there. I mean, a hundred dollars a pound. Like I don't know. The best beef in the world. So uh, you kind of make the shepherd's pie. Uh, make you shepherd's actually had pie with it. you had some you had some uh, uh, potatoes a, a flown in. You had some uh, potatoes flown in from uh, Northern Ireland, from the Sparren Mountains. Uh, the finest potatoes known to man. No. You fucking dice them up and mash them. You put them on top of that thing. You add a little bit, of, a little bit of salt, not enough to uh, make you go, "Oh wow, that's pretty salty," but enough that you think to yourself, "This beef means business." <laughs> that's what I'm going for. I buy the best meat I can buy in Los Angeles, which would be the best meat in the world. And which is, I'm sure, best, hun- hundreds of dollars a pound. Yeah, and then the best potatoes from Northern and Ireland. I'm going to grind that hundreds of dollars worth of beef up and make a shepherd's pie. I'm going to put like. You find out uh, later with it. You fi- you find out later that the potatoes that you bought they're actually helping to fund the IRA. <laughs> oh no! So you're like, uh, whoops! But you know, you can't really be blamed for that. Whoops! There it is. So you uh you make the uh Oops, the shepherd's pie. And you give it to uh, uh, Private Saltamontes. <laughs> yeah. He bites into it. I just know where to find him. I just know. Yeah, well, he comes to see you, remember? He, oh, yeah, he comes to see me. And uh, he he takes a single bite, and he kind of chews it and kind of like looks off into the distance. And yeah. you don't know what his eyes are seeing, but you know that they gaze upon Love. Love. And he looks up at you and he kind of like shakes his head and he goes, this is pretty good, my friend. Well, fuck. I mean, it better so be. So the problem it is better, that... It better um, be good. It's the most expensive stuff. So the problem is that uh, no comedians want to play your room because like people are just there to eat. It's a like, shitty they comedy just, room now. Like, a, like, a, like you book a Dave Attell to perform... 
and uh, no one is paying attention. Everyone is just uh, eating. You have a special going. Uh, Sausage and peppers forever. It's all you can eat sausage and peppers thing, and it is fucking dynamite. I wouldn't if like I, if I could if I could flatter you. A I wouldn't police the room, dude. You can't. You're so there's so many orders coming in that you're just fucking getting it done. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, it sounds like I, I need to pick what I want to do and stick with it. So basically, uh, you you kind of like uh, sunk all your savings into this, and it goes under. Uh, and you're kind of like, uh, oh shit. So I lose, so, all my, I lose all my money. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I had a successful restaurant if nothing else. We could just change a fucking name from have a laugh and wax that ass comedy club into something fucking pretentious and dumb. And we would just yeah, make it but, like a uh, nice restaurant. Why the fuck would yeah, we just do that? Well, your uh, your bookkeeper was stealing from you. Great. Fucking Colleen, cool. Colleen Madagascar. She stole all your money. So things are not going good uh you end up taking a gig at uh, a bowling alley you're gonna do stand up there uh it's called brad's bowling this baby. fucking sucks aka the triple b and uh you go to the triple b uh to perform and yeah. honestly things go pretty well dude like good. they actually have like a uh, a room off of all like the, the lanes and stuff yeah and uh they they it's pretty well soundproofed and like it's a it's a regularly going show that happens there and people are there to watch the show you know what's it called there's a the show yeah uh it is called sometimes <laughs> just gotta laugh <laughs> dot 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 <laughs> And uh, it's hosted uh, by this. It's hosted by this comic named uh, Jamie Artiste. <laughs> Jamie Artiste. Yeah. So he uh, he Sometimes brings you up. Sometimes you just gotta laugh. Dot dot dot. That's the name of the show. Yeah, and it's hosted by Jamie Artiste. It and sounds bleak. No, dude, it rules. Like, there's, uh, it's always packed. Like, it always goes well. Uh, the wait staff loves it. They always like people there are they're there to drink and laugh. So like their people are are spending money. You know what at I mean? This, at this bowling alley. Yeah. So um, you you go up and you perform yeah. and you had heard that it was a good show. Yeah. But that did not prepare you for this. Like you fucking annihilate that crowd, dude. Wow. And uh, you do you end up doing like uh like uh, twenty minutes. They pay you uh, 15 bucks and a uh, $35 gift card to the Darden Family Restaurant okay. group. And so uh, you kind of like, uh, and it's funny because while you're performing, you kind of like keep catching eyes with this uh, this waitress as she's walking around. Uh, what do you mean catching eyes? Like she'll go over and take someone's order and she'll kind of look up at you. And for a second, she'll stop what she's doing and just keep watching you perform. I and mean, you look yeah, down. there's a show going on. Yeah, and you guys like lock eyes, and it's almost like you're telling. It's almost like she's the only person in that room. Yeah, that you're telling jokes to. Okay. So you're kind of like, uh, whatever, and um, you get off stage, and uh, you know people are filing out, and uh, you kind of like sit down. 
you kind of just need like a second to kind of rest. Uh, you're drinking a club soda. You ordered a, uh, a cheeseburger. So you're kind of like waiting for the, your food or whatever. And um, you're kind of like uh, chilling there or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you hear like a ding, like the order's up. And this woman walks over and she grabs the, the cheeseburger and like drops it off to you. And she goes, uh-huh. hey, she goes, um, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, I thought you were really funny tonight. She goes, anyway, uh, is there anything else I can uh, grab for you? Um, this is the waitress saying this? Yeah, the waitress that you were locking eyes with. I would say, uh, thank you very much. I think, I'm, goes, okay. Okay. I think I'm okay. She goes, all right, well, just uh, let me know if you need anything. She walks away. You bring that burger to your lips. Am I supposed You're, to like fall in love with this waitress? You bring that burger to your aching yeah, classic lips. Me. And right as you're about to bite into it. No. A shadow kind of like falls across the table. Yeah. You kind of like, kind of like, you're like, what the fuck? And you kind of like see a glint at the ground. You look down at it. There's like a penny on the ground. And you kind of start to like look up at at the figure in front of you. He's got tight stonewash jeans. <laughs> He's wearing a uh, maroon t-shirt. And above that maroon t-shirt is the toughest leather jacket you've ever seen in it's your tough. fucking life. Yeah, it's tough as fuck, I bet. And as you're looking at the jacket, you're like, holy fuck, because this guys he has the biggest hands <laughs> you have ever seen in your fucking life, dude. And but, but like when you look at them, they kind of look kind of normal. It's only when you're not looking directly at them that they are gigantic, significantly larger, right? And you kind of yeah, and you're like holy shit. And you look up at this guy's face, and he goes, uh, "Hey, Aaron, a uh, pretty girl down there, huh?" Um, he goes, "The name's Mickey, Mickey Less." He puts out his hand. Do you yeah. shake his hand? With every fiber of my being, yeah. I do. Yeah. I take a second to myself. I take a quick breath in and go, this moment will change me. And I shake, I extend my hand. You shake his hand. And it's interesting (laughs) because, uh, so when you were uh, about uh, 14 years old. Oh, Lord. Growing up in uh, Dupuy, Illinois. Oh, no. You were uh, like a... Hanging out with like uh, your friends and stuff, and like, oh fuck, uh, I gotta get home. And uh, your friends were like, "Ooh, Aaron has to get home to his mommy." And you go like, "Hey, come on, fellas!" And they kind of laugh and they go, "We're just giving you a little lip, Aaron." You know, it was my dad, and yeah, I had to be home. And so uh, you were like uh, walking, and uh, you were just, and it was a beautiful night. Yeah, the man. moon has. You look up at the moon, and it is like uh, the color of wet bone it is just shining down dude and it is it's the biggest you've ever seen it for a second you kind of think to yourself like it's too far away to like hit us right then you're like yeah of course it is but like ever since then every time there was a full moon you kind of like tensed your body up you know what i mean for impact yeah 
So uh, you're walking home uh, along uh, this beautiful, uh, endless uh, summer night in Dupont, Illinois. You hear the uh, the crickets chirp. Dupo. And for a second, uh, for a second, uh, it sounds like uh, Mozart. The crickets. Yeah. And so the crickets that sound like Mozart. And then um, suddenly you're kind of like, what the fuck? Because you kind of like look up and you see that there's like this like a a farm that's on fire. Mm Mm-hmm. And you go, holy shit. And you hear someone yelling, um, help me. And you're like, you didn't even think about it, dude. You just, and it's a thing where you think about later and you're like, you know what? If I did think about this, I probably wouldn't have done what I did. On pure instinct, you run towards that fucking barn. Uh, and you just like, ju- like you actually have so much adrenaline going through your body yeah. that you jump up, like pass the fire into the second uh, f- story. What? You cr- you crash through uh, the open window. You body just goes straight through that glass. It doesn't hurt you for a second. And uh, there's like this, uh, this girl there, and she's like, uh, oh my God, we're going to die. And you look at her and you go, ma'am, this is not how your life ends. You grab her and you just like a jump out of the window with her. You land perfectly. Like a cat. Yeah. And uh, you kind of like set her down and she's like, oh, she's like, oh my God, you saved my life. She's like, I don't know what happened. I was, I was smoking a cigarette and I, I fell asleep. I guess that's, I guess I just lit the whole place on fire. And she, and she kind of like uh, looks at you and she goes, what's your name? My name's Aaron. She goes, Aaron. You saved my life tonight. Anybody and, uh, would have done the same. And and like suddenly you kind of like become aware that you're like sitting like you, your back is like to like a tree and you kind of like turn around and it's like this bright red sugar tree. I fucking she, run in the opposite but direction. Before, before you can run, I run she in goes, the opposite direction. Before you can run, she goes, Aaron, let me thank you. Fuck and this. you know what happens next. I, I leave. I don't she want to be near a, this tree. She makes a sweet, sweet love to you underneath I, the uh, the sugar tree and the I'm full gonna, moon. I'm going to express. I, I want to say right now, I don't want to be near that tree. See, normally uh, you don't, I, but you're just I so don't. like, you're like, you have no idea what's going on. Like you have never been with a woman or anything like that. What are you so talking you kinda, about? I've never been with a woman. You're 14. Oh, I was 14. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, absolutely true. Sure. I mean, how many of us were, you know? And like, once yeah. you started to kind of like caress your cheek, you kind of like, all, every instinct in your body I is telling you. Every instinct in your body is telling you to run from that sugar tree. But her touch keeps you there. She makes sweet, sweet love to you. I'm underneath, 14. Yeah, Who underneath that woman. Sh- underneath that sugar tree. This is an adult woman, Pat? That you saved from a burning uh, uh, barn. This is an adult woman. And she gets up. Who fucks a uh, 14-year-old boy. Yeah. She gets up and uh, she starts to walk away. And you're just sitting there like, holy shit. And she kind of turns around and she just goes, uh, she goes, thank you, Aaron. Sincerely. Yeah, you just fucked me in public. She walks away. You fucked me underneath a tree. I know you're thankful. Also, your apartment is still burned down. 
Shouldn't that her, be your priority? Not her dress. Fucking me. Her dress is the exact same burgundy shade or maroon shade as Mickey Less's shirt underneath that fucking leather jacket. Is it the same maroon as like my high school color? The exact same. Oh, fuck. So he goes, uh, anyway, uh, you kind of like snap back. He's like, uh, anyway, Aaron, he goes, uh, I think, uh, you know, it's, I know it's none of my business. I don't mean to, uh, intrude, but, uh, I think she's kind of into you. The waitress. Yeah. And you kind of look over at him and you realize that he's like holding like a, a whole bus tub filled with like dishes. Like he like clearly works there. Am I a seasoned lover at this point? Oh yeah, now now we've we've snapped back to your present day. Oh well, in that case, yeah. He goes, um, look, uh, I just you know like I I kind of do this thing. I like to uh, set people up together. This waitress thinks I'm funny, and you think she wants to date me. He goes, look. He goes, look. I've been doing this for a long time. Doing what? I can hooking people up baby he goes i can tell when people have you know a spark have an attraction and clearly that's what's happening here and you kind of take your eyes away from his hands and in the corner of your eye dude these hands are fucking gigantic (laughs) you think to yourself these are the hands that could shape the world big hands In the background, you hear that song where they're like, let me go on like a blister in the sun. Let me go on. Big hands, I know you're the one. Mickey Les goes, he goes, anyway, he goes, so Aaron, I kind of want to help you out. He goes, you know. (laughs) Those are not going to be in time at all. He goes, you're. (laughs) <laughs> clearly a good dude he goes uh i've known her for a while now she's awesome oh, he knows her. you know okay. he goes and she deserves to be uh treated right you know she's had some you know, her last boyfriend wow all he did was uh play Fortnite and uh sleep how, how old was he 42 oh, okay because there seems to be like a thing with so uh, but how old is she? Um, she is uh, 29. She's dating a 42-year-old Fortnite player. Yeah. Okay. Um, Big fucking deal. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Different strokes for different folks. He goes, um, anyway. Um, what does he want me to know, do? He goes, look, I can, I can help you out here. He goes, you know, like I said, you guys are both clearly good people. What do you want me to do? What, what, what are you asking of me? He's like, look, I know exactly how to impress her. Okay. Well, how? Because look, I mean, there's impressing a woman is not an easy task, you know? Impressing a good woman is not an easy task. That's what I tell him. It's hard he to goes, impress a good woman. He goes, yeah, and she is, and she looks at. He looks at. I'm you also and he goes, not a good 
he looks at you and he goes, yeah. Good friend. And she is a good woman. Oh, good. He kind of like leans into you and he kind of goes, if you get anything from this at all, it's the knowledge that she is a good woman. And he is intense. He goes, look, just follow my advice. Look, that's kind of my thing. I hook people up, follow my advice. And I think that, uh, you know, I, th- I think you stand a chance with this, with, with her. You got to shoot your shot. Great. So what do we do? He goes, um, go over to lane uh, seven. Lane seven. We're going to go bowl yeah. on lane seven. Mickey, Les, and I. He goes, no, you just go over there. I go over there. You go over there and there's like a, you're like, what the hell? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, how am I supposed to talk to him? And suddenly you kind of hear in your ear like a, hey, Aaron, it's Mickey. Mickey less. <laughs> how, did like, you, how did you get in my ear, Mickey? He's like, I, I put a thing in there. Don't worry about it. Mickey, he goes, that is Look. so invasive. What are you doing? He, you he goes, do I'm that to people. He goes, I'm trying to help you out, my friend. You should have told me you were going to stick a fucking bug in my ear. He goes, you know what? I'm thinking about it now. Yeah, you're 100% right. That was that was a bit much, and I'm sorry about that. But he goes, Mickey. he goes, she's looking at you, kid. Well, I don't like this and, at all. And he goes, all you have to do is, uh, instead of like throwing the ball, do this. Do a silly thing where you put the ball, your bowling ball, in front of your dick, and you kind of like hit it forward with your uh, dick into the lane. He goes, dude. She'll think it's hilarious. She already thinks I'm funny. Why would I assume she would think something like that is funny without knowing her better? He he goes, look, I know her. That's what I'm saying. Like fine, she'll think it's funny. Fine, I'll do it. Do I have to look at her while I do it? No, don't. This is very important. Do not. Look at her. Okay, so I just hump the ball. You hump the ball, and it goes flying down the center of the uh, the lane. Yeah. You hit a fucking strike, dude. That's great. Ah, that's incredible. And um, everyone, like people are like, like, you hear one guy go like, oh, way to go. They acknowledge that I did that with my genitals. Yeah. Like, like, like one guy goes... Uh, Whoa, look at this guy. Look at that perfect penis. Look at that perfect penis? They start chanting, perfect <laughs> no, they, penis, no, perfect not, penis. And so Mickey keeps like giving you advice. And the advice is always like, um, you do all these weird like trick shots. Like you do this one trick shot where um, you uh, throw the ball up through the roof. And uh, you turn around and you name uh, every... Uh, Uh, every u.s capital and the last one that you say albany the uh ball uh comes back down through the roof and knocks down every single pin fucking strike that means i've put multiple holes in the roof of this bowling alley but they don't care dude like it's 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 so exciting that they don't give a shit like you do one thing where you throw the ball in the air and you jump up and karate kick it fucking strike like everything that mickey les tells you to do in that speaker in your ear yeah uh 
you do and you're fucking knocking out strikes at this point everyone in the entire building has surrounded you it's a lifetime of legendary bowling shots you're at the last frame of the game yeah and, all, uh, all strikes at this point yeah and you hear mickey let go all right this last one is the easiest one of all aaron he goes don't even sweat it he goes all you have to do is and you realize that like the battery has like stopped like it's like dead yeah so you hear what he said and you're like holy fuck and you kind of like look around and you see that again everyone in the entire bowling alley is like is uh surrounding you like so a bunch of kids mickey this is a robot no, you're uh, the the thing you put in your oh, ear. Oh, the thing in my ear. Died. Yeah, everyone is looking at you. Even the people who work there, like these kids, come in and like steal all the cash from like the uh, cash register. Ooh, no one notices. Uh, you kind of look over and you see Mickey Les on kind of the far side of the uh, the bowling alley, and he kind of just goes like he kind of shrugs, like I don't fucking. What do you want me to do? Kind of thing. And you kind of turn around and you see her again. And you see that she's like staring at you with so much hope in her eyes. And you can tell that this is a woman who has been let down before. You know what I'm saying? Here's what I would do. Yeah. People are going, Aaron, Aaron. I would look down and I would see Mickey. And I would point at him. And I would walk walk through the crowd. And I would go, I want to dedicate today's game. To this man, my friend, Mickey Less. And then I'd hug him. And while I'd hug him, I'd whisper, I'd say, tell me what to do. And, and, you, and you hear him say, follow your heart, Aaron. Okay. Thank you, Mickey. And he goes, no problem. I pat him on the back. I look at the waitress as I return to my lane. I close my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Aaron, Aaron, I think of the Aaron, two of us Aaron, Aaron, at a sentinel event in our life Aaron, on the morning of our wedding. Aaron, Aaron. I smile. The crowd is freaking out. I then I, I throw the ball. You throw the ball and it's almost as if time slows down. Yeah. You watch that ball head towards the uh, the pins it yeah. starts to curve a little bit to the right and you go oh no it goes left it starts to teeter on the uh, the gutter <laughs> man this is like, all over the place and you're like holy shit and suddenly goes back far right like it corrects itself and right as it's about and actually does land in the gutter and for yeah. a second you think to yourself that's it yeah you think to yourself the stars no longer shine for me. It pops up out of the gutter. It's a fucking strike. Man. You have bowled a perfect game. Yeah. She runs up to you and just like grabs you. Yeah. And without even like thinking of it, she just kisses you right on your lips. Lays one on me. Tastes like strawberry. I love the fruit. She comes away like super embarrassed. Her face is all red. She goes, oh, Aaron, I'm sorry. I, I hope I hope that was okay. I've, I just, I've never seen anyone do that before. Yeah, I'm, uh, 
pretty surprised myself. She's like, oh my gosh. And she goes, Aaron, I have to, I mean, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. She goes, meet me up at the, uh, at the snack, at the snack bar. I, 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 I got a couple questions about for you. Okay. And she, uh, she walks over towards the snack bar and she kind of like turns and winks at you. And I she, would uh, wink back 100%. I'm winking back. She turns an even deeper red and she just goes, ooh, and kind of like runs into like uh, the women's room. Uh, you go to the snack bar and uh, Mickey Les is uh, kind of like leaning up against the, uh, you know, the uh, the counter top. Yeah. And he's like, and he goes, what did I tell you, Aaron? He goes, you were right, Mickey. He goes, Aaron, it's always good to see the good guys succeed. He sticks out his gigantic fucking hand. Do you shake it? Absolutely, I do. You shake his hand, nothing happens. He's like, uh, and he goes, all right, well, Aaron, enjoy the rest of your evening. He kind of like fades away. What do you mean? Like in Back to the Future fades away? He fades away and you hear like a... Hmm. You uh, you grab a uh, iced tea, half sweet, half unsweet. The best. And in a uh, Dr Pepper for her, uh, you order her um, a uh, hot dog. Yeah. You bring it back, and you go. Uh, you know what? I'd like to try this. You take a bite. And you instantly get food poisoning. Uh, Are you fucking you, kidding me? You spit up blood all over her. Great. All over everyone in the general vicinity. Great. Uh, your lungs come out of your mouth. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and your heart explodes. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> it was really bad food poisoning. Yeah, I bet. Fucking asshole. Someone writes uh, uh, an article the next day, and it says, uh, worst food poisoning ever found. And then uh, underneath it, like there's, you know, there's the headline and like the sub headline. Yeah. And it says, um, overweight comedian murdered. Why are they always so mean to me? You know? Why do they have to do that? <laughs> Fuck what? this! It, they, you know, they, uh, yeah, they, they had a, uh, yeah. a, a fact checker. He yeah. checked it out. Everything checked out. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, dude, you're fucking dead. 